The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, This is my commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. A person can have no greater love than to lay down their life for their friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I shall not call you servants anymore because a servant does not know the master's business. I call you friends because I have made known to you everything I have learnt from my father. You did not choose me, no, I chose you. And I commissioned you to go out and to bear fruit, fruit that will last. And then the Father will give you anything you ask him in my name. What I command you is to love one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, if you're thinking that gospel reading sounds familiar, you get a bonus point. If you realise that it was the same gospel reading that we had, or most of the same gospel reading we had yesterday, you get 10 bonus points. Well done for listening. And it's because yesterday we had the Feast of St. Matthias, uh, the Apostle. And so it just happened that that reading that was assigned for yesterday is also the same or more or less the same as the reading assigned for today. So I really want to stick with the Acts of the Apostles as we, um, as we unfold more the, the, the early church. You know, what Jesus was saying in the Gospel reading is that we're to love one another just as he has loved us. And always for us as Christians, Jesus is the point of reference. The problem is, what happens when Jesus ascends to heaven and, and how can we figure this out when we have all sorts of questions arise in our hearts? And that's what the gospel reading, the reading from the Acts of the Apostles is about uh, today. Remember um, a few days ago, a couple of days ago, we had the delegates being sent, Paul and Barnabas, from Antioch down to Jerusalem for the um, to meet with the apostles there to talk about the demand that the, 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 the new Gentile pagans who were entering the church um, had to be circumcised according to the law of Moses. And this was causing some real debate and angst, particularly amongst the, the pagans. Could have been a very painful introduction for them into the church. And so yesterday, what we missed out on, because we had the, uh, the readings from the, the Feast of St. Matthias, 
was the council um, of Jerusalem. And this is the first council. We have lots of councils in the church um, and meetings in the church throughout the ages since then. But this is the the, 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 lo the local church, the church of Antioch and the, the Gentile uh, territories, coming to the apostle Peter and the elders of the, and the apostles with a pastoral concern that they have. And so what happened in the reading yesterday, and you can read it yourself, it's in Acts 15, Acts 15. And um, so yesterday we had uh, the... Uh, them arriving in Jerusalem, and and the disciples um, Paul and Barnabas stood up and gave their account of what the Lord was doing um, on their mission to the Gentiles. Um, uh, but we also have the person of Peter there, and Peter is wanting to hear what's going on out in the mission field. And so when Paul and Barnabas spoke, this silenced, the scripture says, the entire assembly. So there was this attitude of listening as they heard all the signs and wonders that God has made. And so, so then they, they, they looked to the scriptures, to the words of the prophets, and, and realized, actually, this was already foretold, this, this going out to the Gentiles. And so they made their decision um, that they weren't going to insist on circumcision, but they did want them to abstain from anything polluted by idols, from fornication, from the meat of strangled animals, and from blood. And so this was the first sort of decision, if you like, of a council as the church navigated in the time of the Spirit, when we haven't got Jesus here in the flesh speaking to us in the same way. And we heard in the reading from the Acts of the Apostles this morning how this was decided. It was decided by the Holy Spirit and by ourselves. And this is Peter and the, the elders writing. In lots of ways, that's what the church, how the church has continued throughout the centuries. As various issues have come up, councils or synods have been called. Where there's open uh, debate and conversation, but there's this real listening, this real listening to the, for, the, for the work of, of the, the voice of the Holy Spirit. Asking the Spirit to to guide us um, this way for the way forward. And that's very much um, the process for the Synod of Bishops. And so uh, 18 months ago, I was in Rome for the Synod of Bishops on young people, uh, vocational discernment, the faith and vo vocational discernment. And it was a really interesting process, listening to various bishops from different parts of the world, but also young people, um, religious men and women working with young people as they shared some of their stories and reflections. And then from that, um, 
Pope Francis wrote a final document on young people to the church, Christus Vivid. It's a really important that it's just not about the Holy Spirit. It's really important that it's just not about Peter or the successor of Peter making his statement. Now it needs the voices of the local churches with the universal church and the person of Peter under the influence of the Holy Spirit to guide the church. It's a bit like in marriage, you know, if only one person makes the decisions, all the decisions, um, and has the say on everything, you wonder how far that marriage is going to go. You know, and in that conversation between the husband and wife when when the, the couple decide things, there has to be that spirit of their love for each other that guides them. And that's the same for us in the church. Jesus prayed that we be one. Um, unfortunately, there's over 40,000 Christian denominations in the world. You know, and part of that is because uh, people have just focused on the Spirit speaking to them. And as churches have drifted away um, from that person of, of the Pope, uh, things have become more divided. In our own time in the church, and I've been expressing a little bit over this over the last few days, we're seeing more and more people as putting themselves up as gurus as the experts on everything, and you have to follow my way. And this is the, this is the key issue, and if you're not following this, um, then you're not Catholic. And so it goes on. In the case that we have here in the readings today, if the issue was just about circumcision, um, and that's all it got locked down into, and everything was determined on whether you uh, subscribe to circumcision or not, um, then we'll be in real serious trouble. And so can I just ask as, as a bishop, and it's really hard to be a bishop today where there's so many voices and so passionate about things, but it's just not about one opinion or another. Can I really ask you to be cautious about who you listen to? Or what news source you use? Who, you know, because, and ask yourself, are they in line with the universal church? Are the fruits of it love, peace, patience, gentleness, you know, the fruits of the Spirit? Because at the moment, I think many people are being led astray by well-intentioned people that are passionate about an issue, but the way they're going about it is not the way of the church. It's not the way of the Christian community. It's not the way that Christ has given us. Because Christ gave us Peter as our first head of the church. He gave us the apostles it's that, that team around Peter. Um, he gave us the, the, uh, the priesthood of all the baptized. And he bestowed on all of us the Holy Spirit. 
the more the church can journey by talking together respectfully, local church, universal church, within local communities, priest and people, but being open to the Spirit, realising that the Spirit will bring us to the truth. And always going back to the Scriptures and to the teachings of the, of the Church as it moves through times, that will keep us on the sure path. Again, that commandment of Jesus. Love one another as I have loved you. Jesus came as one who loves us. He came with the humility of being servant. And even in his life, as he encountered the likes of the Syrophoenician woman, he found such faith there. The woman at the well, he found such faith there. And there's the possibility that we might find incredible faith in those who think differently from us.